summertime is supposed to be a time when you get to relax, when you're getting all of your planning for the new school year, when you're wrapping up the old school year, you've just got some easy days. But for many of us, summer feels like a lot of pressure because we feel like we have to figure out what our children are going to do every moment of the day. And in this episode, I want to give you another way, another option. So this is hopefully going to be a fun episode because it's going to give you some things to put into your toolkit. And after we've been talking about all this hardcore planning, I want you to be able to just take a breath and enjoy. So join me. Hey, homeschool mom. Are you feeling a little stressed out? Are you tired? Are you downright exhausted from trying to do all the things? Are you feeling overwhelmed by everything you think you should be doing? Or are you afraid that you're just not doing enough? Well, I want you to know two things. Number one, you are not alone. Trust me, we all have these feelings. And number two, you're in the right place. I'm Inga Masick, and this is the Catch Your Breath Podcast. Here, we'll talk about the fears and the emotions that we usually keep to ourselves. And you're gonna get some practical strategies to reduce your stress and to make your journey a little easier so you can walk in the freedom and the joy of homeschooling. So whether you need a moment to laugh, a moment to cry, a moment to yourself, or something in between, I pray that you will take this moment to catch your breath. Ready, set, breathe. Yes, we're talking about summer and we want to look at how to have a, I was going to say a stress-free summer, but you know, stress is a part of life, so I can't promise that, but how to have less stress during your summertime. And so I'm going to give you one of my ideas that started out as something silly um, and then turned into something that um, I kind of really structured for my children to be able to support them in making some decisions during their summer. But before we jump into that, I want to know, how are you? How are you doing? How's your week been going? How's your planning been going? How's your summer been going if you're listening to this during the summer? Have you been able to find some time to relax, to focus on your self-care? Our next episode, we're going to talk about self-care. And so this is a really good one to do before this because we want to make sure that as you are making time for your self-care, you don't feel guilty about having to figure out something for your children to do. So we're going to jump into that, but I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you, really trying to think about what you need during this season and how to support you. And so if you've not jumped into the Facebook group, this is a perfect time for me to tell you that I'd love to see you over there to answer your questions, to figure out if there are things that you'd like me to talk about as we go into the new year, the new school year. And I do have um, episode topics written down, but if you ask me something that I can fit in, I'm going to fit that question in and make sure that I can support you. And if it's something that I can just answer in the Facebook group, I'm going to answer it in the Facebook group. So if you haven't gotten over there, go ahead and join, share with your friends, and please remember to share this podcast to just let other moms know 
other homeschooling moms know that there is another way that we can truly manage our stress and we can enjoy this journey. But let's jump into, jump into this episode. It's going to be a short episode, hopefully. <laughs> We're going to see. And um, hopefully it's going to help you. When my children were younger, and even sometimes now, but they don't do it as much, when they would say, I'm bored, I would say, that is a problem. What is the solution? Because I really wanted them to be uh, solution-minded. I really want them to be problem solvers. And so if that is the problem, that you're bored, what is the solution? And so they would talk about different things that they could do. In the beginning, when they said they didn't know, I would say, okay, well, you can read something, you can write something, you can learn something, you can teach something, you can cook something, you can, and then I would just go through as many things as I could come up with with something. And so they would say, I don't know, I can't figure it out. And so it got to the place where we would have, we had the board jar where it had different things that they could do. And I got that from a friend and then I found things on internet and all of that. And so a lot of times, sometimes they would just take the pieces out, the pieces out of the paper and say, uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't know about that. And so I started to say, well, then what do you want to do? And it was, it was challenging for them. So one of the things I had them do was to start to write some of the ideas. What are three things that you could read? What are three things that you could write about? What are three things that you could learn? And so that then became my summer of something. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Can you tell I'm having a little too much fun right now? But what the summer of something is, is an opportunity for your child to determine what they want to actually do. And it's going to encourage their independence. It's going to cultivate their creativity because they've got to actually think outside the box. And it's going to take some of the pressure off of you for them having to figure, for you having to figure out what they should do. So here is how the summer of something works. You decide what, and you can do it with your child. And this is really enjoyable depending on their age to do it with them. And so you can pick as many categories as you want and you can do it at the beginning of the summer you could just do it different days throughout the summer you can say each day you're going to choose one or two things I did the daily five for a little while um, so we're going to talk about that but you would say all right sit them down and say what are five things that you can read and they should be able to give you a list of some of the things. Now they can say books, but sometimes they're just like, I don't want to do a book. What else can you do? And so you might say a magazine, a newspaper. You want to encourage and help them because they may not know some of the things. Um, an encyclopedia about a thing that they like, um, a book of jokes. They could do a biography or an autobiography of someone, a how-to book. They could read about a vacation destination and a brochure. They could read the Bible and read scriptures, verses, stories. They could um, read about how to start a business. They could read a magic book, a mystery book, any of those things. They could read the lyrics to their favorite song. They could read a cookbook and, and figure out how to do um, 
a recipe. Um, my child wrote history of, and then put in your favorite thing, which I really like that one to learn about the history of something that is interesting to them. And so you can challenge them to read something and, and you can come up with one thing per day, or you can just come up with a list and just get all your children around and say, what are different things we can read? And you can help them to come up with the ideas for that. So you'll do something with read something, and it doesn't have to be these categories, but you, you kind of can make the categories based on the age of your child and then what you want to do. You can say, now let's make a list of the things that we can write. So when we think of writing something, they can write a letter to a friend. They can write a list of the things that they would buy if they had a million dollars. They always love doing that. And the younger they are, you can choose less money. <laughs> so, because a million dollars might just be all the way out there, but you know, make a list of things you'd buy with $20, make a list of things you'd buy with $100. Um, they could write a short story. They can write a paragraph, a poem, a commercial advertisement, a business plan to make some money or to turn this thing that they wanted to do into something else. They can write thank you letters. They can write a comic strip dialogue. Um, they could write scavenger hunt cues, clues and then actually have the scavenger hunt. They could write an A to Z guide for something that they've learned in the reading. They could write a summary of the thing that they just read. They could write a letter to a military member thanking them for their service. All of those different things. And so you may have to stretch and, and pull and try to help them with that. But those are all different things that they can come up with. And it can be an ongoing list. So you can just have a place, have a notebook of your... Um, it's first summer, we say summer of something, but it could just be your, I'm, you know, if you're bored book or something like that. Then you'll want to look at learning something and it goes into that same category that we were, the same type of list that we were talking about before when you're thinking about what are the different things that they can actually learn about. It can be around topics that they have wanted to know about. It could be coding. It could be, um, some sort of new skill, any of those things. And that one, I would say to definitely, you can get an idea of what are some of the things that they want to know? What have they been asking about? Um, if there's bugs that they love or just any, this is really their opportunity to make learning look the way that they want it to look. So even though it's like, they're not gonna wanna learn anything for the summer, these are all the things that can come outside of the academic uh, schedule. So even more so than electives. Then you can have them teach something and it can be teach something that they just learned to someone. That's actually a really good one because they can create that presentation to be anything that they want it to be. And so they really do love that. Teach me, you know, the thing that you learned. Teach during family worship or family devotion. Teach daddy. They like that. So that could be something that you have them do to teach what they've learned. Um, cr create something. It can be um, a creative arts and crafts sort of thing. They could do something maybe with artwork. They could create a scrapbook or a journal or a DIY project. They could have friendship bracelets, a story or a comic book. I'm giving you ideas, but really this is going to be your opportunity to sit with your child and have them think about what they could add to that list. So those are the, the five that I really focus on. Read something, write something, learn something, teach something, create something. But then I like, and you hear the paper wrestling because these are the ones that I've written down 
from what we have done. But then I like to help them to get creative and say, what are the other things? What are some other things or some other some things <laughs> that we could do? And so you can have them cook something. You can come up with five to ten things that they could cook. You could have them clean something. Okay, pause right there. <laughs> do you need to clean your room? Do you need to clean the junk? Can you clean the junk drawer for me? Can you clean my car? Can you clean the closet, under your bed, your toy storage, any of those things? Um, can you play something? Can you play a board game? Can you have a Nerf gun battle? Can you have a Hot Wheels, a Hot Wheels race? And I like these other two because my kids crack up when I talk about these. Throw something or move something. So throwing something is um, being able to throw some sort of ball, throw, figure out how to have a, um, a snowball fight with old newspaper or old paper that you're throwing away. What are the different things that you can throw? And you got to be careful with these. Obviously, you want these to be safe things. <laughs> um, and then move something could be Put, have a dance contest, have an obstacle, obstacle course in the house. Try to um, see how long that you can hold a plank, <laughs> go for a walk, ride your bike, any of those things. Just gives them some ideas. This is a simple and I believe easy way for them to see that there are so many different options that they can choose. And you can then add in some more things like give something, like give away old clothes, um, give away some food in your pantry. Think of all of the different verbs that you can put with something. Have, have them think of the verbs that you can put with something and then start to uh, mark those off the list and one of the things that you can do and that's what I was talking about with the daily five is to once you have that list and you continue to add to that list is that you say all right so if they say or even I don't even want to say if they're bored when they're doing their planning have them have a notebook a piece of paper a whiteboard something and today say choose your daily five and it can be you're going to read something. You're going to write something. What are you going to read? What are you going to write? What are you going to learn? What are you going to teach? What are you going to create? Or any of the other things. How will you move or make a list for each of them for all of the 10 areas and then say, which five will you choose? Or you'll have five to choose because then that helps them to be proactive and thinking about what they want to do before they get to that point where they feel like they're bored. And in that, that can be your summer bucket list and even on that then you can say all right find out where are the places that they would want to go and so you could go somewhere so we do all our some things and then we go somewhere and then you can write that down and say okay so we'll choose one of the places that we'll go and you don't have to feel as stressed that you've got to figure out what they're going to do for every single moment of the day so that is <laughs> is my suggestion for your summer of something to create a summer of something for your kids let them have a vision of what they want to do for either the summer for the week for the day it's planning <laughs> that's helping them to do a simple easy plan that's one for them it just gets them in the habit building habits and then you can actually take that into the school year where you you are talking about the things that they can do read something, write something, learn something, create something, or you can ask questions. 
You know, when you're thinking about read something, we read something today. What did you read today? What did you write today? How did you move today? What did you learn today? Is there anything you can teach today? Several different ways that you can pull this in. This was a short episode, but I hope it was helpful. I hope that you see some simple ways that you can help to teach your children how to make some choices for themselves and take the pressure off of you. That's going to reduce your stress when everything doesn't have to come from you. So get a notebook, get a piece of paper, write down all the some things that you and your children can do and then let them choose. And I hope that that helps to make your summer a little more enjoyable. If that was, if this was helpful, please let me know because I'd love to know what are some of the things that you're doing this summer. So come on in to the Facebook community, share with us. Let us know because many of us may get stumped at like nine or 10 of the different things on that list. And so it'd be great for you to just come in and share. And if you want to see what's on my list and you got to come into the community and ask me and I'll make sure that I share that with you so you can hopefully spark some ideas for you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Catch Your Breath. I hope that this episode is giving you some practical tips and encouragement to help you to catch your breath and know that you can manage stress. You can have balance in your homeschool journey and you don't have to do this all alone. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's my cue. But if you enjoyed today's episode, would you consider leaving a review and subscribing to the podcast? Your feedback and support really mean the world to me. And if you haven't already, join my free group. You'll be connecting with other like-minded moms and you get to share your wins and your struggles and receive exclusive content from me. So remember, leave a review, share with someone, and just let me know that this was helpful. Until next time, remember to breathe.